0: Welcome to the Community Karma podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth.
1: Hi everybody, welcome back to the Community Karma podcast. Uh Aaron and I have been uh I don't what are we going to call it? On sabbatical. <laughs> for a year (laughs) let's
0: be honest we have not been vacationing or living a life (laughs) of leisure that's Um, true (laughs) the first word that came to mind when you asked was probably not appropriate for this venue (laughs) it's been a little hectic
1: it has and and you know they think that there was a definitely a a bit of a mental health break we both needed from it um you know Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And I think we both took the time to do that. There's been a lot of change, though, right? Good yeah. change.
0: <laughs> in, in the world, in my house. Um, you know, how, how micro macro are we getting here? Well,
1: I want to mention that Erin is now working with us at Sterling Sky, which I think is amazing. I'm so excited for it. She started October 1st, which was 19 days ago. Right? I am
0: I am so excited. I'm still smiling and I am still completely overwhelmed. <laughs> um, I, I love it, love it so much. And it's funny because, you know, we've been doing this for a while. So mm-hmm. coming into the work side of it, it's great that I'm not learning SEO from the beginning. You know, that that right. would be really underwater. So I know most of the work stuff. But anytime you come into a new team and a new group of people, there's so many nuances and different things you need to learn about how the team works together and how the company manages information and data. And, um, I love that stuff, but it's definitely a lot to absorb right from the beginning. And that's, you know, we've kind of been talking about that quite a bit the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think that that kind of, that's a good segue into what we want to talk about today, which is making transitions. Um, when you're managing a community, um, a lot, you know, hopefully you have good problems, like, um, it's becoming too much work for one person, or you want to divide that work between a couple of people, because maybe one has different strengths, or, you know, you bring somebody on board, and you're kind of trying to divvy up the tasks between, um, that group, or, you know, you know, less fun change, somebody leaves the company, you have to hire a new person, um, you know, those types of things, and so there's a lot of, um, Things you can do to kind of chaos proof your community management strategy. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about briefly today. Um, you know, maybe your community is expanding and so that the work just answering questions on social media is becoming more than one person can handle and you've got to bring new people in. Or maybe your company absorbed another brand and you've expanded the, the how much work you need to do. And trying to figure out how to fit people together, I think. It's like a puzzle, right? It's not just, okay you're new, and here are the five things that you're going to do, and here's the five things I'm going to do, because maybe that's not the right way to handle it, right?
0: Absolutely, Um, and I think it mm -hmm. also helps, oh, sorry, Carrie.
1: No, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) 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 Um,
0: I also think it helps avoid burnout.
1: When When you really
0: look at what people love doing, they're a lot more likely to do that with enthusiasm and therefore do a good job, where... When it's a task that has to get done and you're not Mm -hmm. sure where to pass it then you're also running that risk of them really growing to hate it
1: i agree and i think you know having a team that's willing to dive in and roll up their sleeves and do whatever it takes is really important but also as somebody who's managed teams and who's worked on teams having a team leader that understands there are things you like to do and things you don't like to do is so Beneficial for your mental health at work, right? We're very lucky. Joy is very in tune at at Sterling Sky with the things we like to do and things we don't like to do, and she does not like to make people do things they don't want to do, um, and and that happens to really comp. We complement each other very well, and I think when you're setting up your community management team, you kind of have to think about those things and and how do you divvy up the work? So um, you know, one strategy we kind of came up with is. Kind of approach it from a SWOT analysis, right? List everybody's strengths, what their weaknesses are, or the things they don't like, um, opportunities, um, and, and maybe even some threats that, that you kind of have to keep an eye on, or maybe a threat that you didn't even see that a new person might see a bit more clearly, right? New eyes are, are good things.
0: Absolutely. You know, they you can start seeing if there's a trend going in a direction that maybe the brand didn't notice, Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how you interact with different people. Um, You know, there's so many, I don't want to say benefits to bringing in fresh eyes, but I think the combination of the historical knowledge and a really cohesive team, and then somebody else coming into that cohesiveness very rarely lends itself to anything but a positive experience. Um, right.
1: And yeah, and I really think um, looking at your opportunities as your team expands can be an awesome. I mean, I just, the things that Aaron and I have just bounced around in the last couple of weeks, the things that we want to do with the, you know, the stable of brands that we manage together, um, we've kind of been living this a little bit, right?
0: Yeah, and I think there's a huge difference when, you know, like you said, when when we're into it, we get this excitement that then comes mm-hmm. through in the work where when it's just another task we have right. to do, we don't approach it with that same energy and enthusiasm. And I think that that's a huge, huge factor in, you know, circling back to what you said about joy, not wanting to make people do tasks they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. When you know that your team is working hard to give you stuff that you want to do and avoid the things that you don't want to do, you're a lot more willing to jump into something that you don't love doing because you know it has to get done and everybody's rolling up those sleeves and getting into it together.
1: Right. And you know, like if Joy asked me to do things I don't really like to do, um, I know it's because she really needs me it's not just because I was a a breathing body available to do it. And I'm happy. Like I'm not the kind of person that says, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, that's just not, and you aren't either. We're not wired that way. Um, but when your team is conscious of what you like and don't like to do, I think it just makes me want to work harder for them. Um, and and it makes a better team all around and so when we're talking about you know creating this community management strategy and bringing people on board i think really dividing up who's strong at what is important for example, Erin is very good at social posting. Um, She has the right voice. She asks the right questions. She kind of gets that interactive quality to her posts. I am not as good at that. That is not my forte. My forte is the more technical side of things. So when we kind of divvied up our our work for the brands that we're we're marketing now in-house, it was sort of Really easy to see the line of delineation between me managing blog content, managing the blogs, you know, getting writers and editing posts and getting all of that part done, and Aaron really focusing on um, building that tribe, that uh, that community up for us so she's doing the social posting side and I'm doing the content curation side but we work very closely together on those things it's not like we're working in a vacuum apart from each other you know our our pieces intertwine quite a lot
0: yeah and I think that that intertwining is where you know for lack of a better Mm -hmm. term the magic happens because I know your intention with that content before I share it out to the world. So when I know the intention, I can better communicate with the correct audience or get mm-hmm. the comments going in the right direction so that we can keep that conversation going and have people be really excited. Um, you know, one of the things that I really, really liked at the very beginning of my training when I came on to Sterling Sky was there's a list of all the things that the company does. And we talked about, you know, our level of expertise with each item, our mm-hmm. desire to want to learn more about those items and things mm-hmm. that you know, we could probably handle but aren't very interested in and then the things we don't know at all. And that really helps everybody see where you're coming in at and and where they can utilize you to create that cohesiveness mm-hmm. and that synergy and I you rarely not don't see it. Wow, not don't see here <laughs> I I write
1: words for a living guys. <laughs> And I think that when we do this as a team and when we we interweave and interact, it it kind of it does chaos proof us. Right. Because, you know, things change. We bring new people in. Um, People leave. Right? You know, jobs change. Not everybody is going to stay in the same place for the rest of their life. Um, that's, I have every intention of never leaving Sterling Sky ever. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit happens, right? Yeah. Well, um, and you're
0: the third employee that has told me that. And so mm-hmm. now I have no intention of ever leaving. So, <laughs> bosses out there, do you see how that goes too? Yep. Like <laughs> Create a great, cohesive team and be good to them and learn what they're good at and what they love, and they will never leave your side.
1: For sure. But, you know, when you do have those chaotic situations come up, somebody might get sick, they might go on maternity leave. Um, Most of our company is Canadian. Canadians get a a year of maternity leave. So, um, you know, if we're weaving our jobs together correctly, um, we can pick up those the slack when things like that happen, right? Like if you were to, God forbid, leave tomorrow, um, I could pick up the social posting side of things because we're, you know, kind of weaved together in that. And so I think that that's a really important aspect of it. The other thing I think, you know, you can do, um, or a big piece of this is introducing new voice to your community. So if they know Aaron manages this community and carries the new person coming in, we kind of have to introduce Aaron to the community, right? Whether we sign our posts, we've talked about that in the past, or um, people just know Erin um, because she's been involved with the brand since the beginning or something like that. And I think that there are some things you can do to bring that person in and, and help them be welcome by the community. Um, one of which is not ever referring to somebody as junior or new. Um I think that's a terrible tactic because it sets your sets that person up for people thinking they don't quote know as much, right?
0: Mhm. And and it can come off as condescending. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a junior employee who's coming in to learn, but if you if you're using that to define them to your audience, what mm-hmm. makes the audience respect them? They're going to always jump over that person to the person who's not a junior.
1: For sure. And and I think you need to kind of approach it from a, you know, they're, they're equal to me, we're co-managing this. At least in your verbiage to your community, especially if you want to back out at some point in time and let them have it, right? <laughs> I think that's, mm-hmm. you need to bolster their standing with your tribe as much as you can. And that's, you know, one way you can do it.
0: Absolutely. And it just... It, I, I love, you know, we talk about our warm fuzzies probably mm. more than we should, but <laughs> anything that creates more of that goodwill, especially with an organization, if you're bringing in another person, that's just expanding that glow that your brand has around its name. You know, they're like, oh, there's one more person on this great team here that I can interact with. And and it creates this, in, you know, this perception mm-hmm. or this intention with your audience that, Anyone they reach within your brand is going to give them that same top-notch service. They're going to do it with kindness and they're going to welcome the questions or the commentary. And for a brand as a whole, that's incredibly important and it's very powerful.
1: Yeah. one strategy I like for this is to like, um, mention in your comments or in your interactions, Hey, let me loop Aaron in or let me loop Carrie in. They actually know quite a lot about this and, and kind of bolster their knowledge with the community, right? Like this person is, who's an expert on that. Talk to them about it. You know, they might be quote new unquote, but that doesn't mean they don't know stuff. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And, you know, especially in our industry, a lot of people know each other and have for many years. So when someone does move to a different position within a different brand, you get a lot of that oh, you know, I, I've interacted with them over at this place for so long. That's awesome. And they can actually bring some of that from another brand over to your brand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not always just we acquired this junior person and we're going to make them be great. You know, they can come in great. And while they have to learn the nuances of your brand, they they may not have to actually learn as much about the industry specifically.
1: Right. Exactly. Uh, and I think that that's, you know, that kind of goes back into the we're enhancing our team. We're not training new people who don't know anything. Right.
0: Right. And then they come in at that level. They come in with that that earned respect that they they may not have gotten it with your brand, but they've gotten it out into the world. And and I just I I think that it's a great way to do it. And they're, you're coming in showing that this new person has your respect. And if you respect this person And your clients who trust
1: you are going to respect them by proxy. Absolutely. I think that's a great point to end this on. What do you think? I love it. (laughs) All right, everybody. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Community Karma Podcast. Um, We are going to try from now on to keep these under 15 minutes because time is valuable, right? Maybe it will keep us from burning out and keep you from burning out listening to us. So that's the goal. (laughs) We hope you all... (laughs) Have a great week, and we'll be back soon with another episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening.
0: Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website, communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.